I would say one of the biggest changes was right when we launched with Nordstrom. I mean, we broke sales records. And I remember telling Ariel, don't get used to these numbers because I've worked for a number of great fashion brands and I've never seen numbers like this. So if we can't repeat this, don't worry. But it was it was <laughs> insane. It was actually four and a half million dollars in 24 hours. Oh, I'll repeat that. Um, Great. I, I just got chills a little bit. Yeah. Um, it was it was wild, but we had no idea it was coming. It, you know, I just remember we were that not day. expecting that at all. Yeah. I remember we were I was like so nervous. I remember like crying the night before and I was like, what if we sell nothing? Like I was freaking out. Hi, I'm Ariel Charnas and this is In-House, my podcast about all the happenings in my life. Whether it's fashion, entrepreneurship, marriage or mom life, you'll hear it all right here on In-House. Hey guys, welcome back to In-House with me, Ariel Charnas. For today's episode, we are continuing the conversation about the various amazing people who work at Something Navy. I'm joined by Megan Guffey and Tara Moni from the Partnerships team. Megan is our Senior Vice President for Media Sales and Partnerships. She's been at Something Navy for almost two years and oversees our long-term media strategy and working with advertisers, including events, podcasts like this one, TikTok, and more. And then Tara is our Vice President of Strategic Partnerships and Marketplace. She has been at Something Navy for about three and a half years, and her role focuses on creating key media partnerships and brand collaborations, as well as leading Something Navy's brands we love. Both Megan and Tara are truly a big part of expanding Something Navy, and today we're going to get to know them, their roles, and how they play a big part in growing the Something Navy brand. So we'll start with Megan. Megan, how did you join Something Navy? I actually remember it like it was yesterday because I had just gotten married the weekend yeah. right before I met you yeah. and was not looking at all for a new job, but got a call from Kim Kreuzberger, who used to be a consultant for us and was the chief revenue officer of Goop. And they were looking for someone to lead the media team. And Ariel, as you know, I have historically only followed three kind of major influencers, you being one of them. So when she told me that something Navy was looking to hire and have someone oversee the media and partnerships team, I didn't even think twice. Like it was just a no brainer for me to take the call. When we sat down, I felt like right away, we just like vibed very well. We connected really well. And our conversation was very like, as if we had been friends forever. It was so weird, right? We did. It was very comfortable. And I, yeah. I sort of knew it would be just because I followed you for so many years. And you were, like I said, you were one of three influencers I followed mainly because you were relatable and like a true business person. You were doing cool things with something Navy. A lot of that is largely in part to Tara and everyone else who was involved before, but it was, it was just natural. It's like, I left that interview and I felt, I didn't feel nervous. Like, am I going to get it? I just, it felt like the right, right. Fit. Yeah. It just felt right. That's yeah. how I felt about you too. So Tara, tell us how you started at Sunny Navy. I love reminiscing about this. Um, it feels like an eternity ago now, but I worked in the fashion industry for a number of years across business planning, merchandise planning, and, and wholesale. And at the time, um, wholesale partnerships were a key way to scale your brand, to position your brand in front of 
the audience that you wanted to to connect with. And over time, that was no longer those relate those partnerships were no longer the best way to position your brand. And I wanted to be a part of something more disruptive. I was getting my digital marketing certification to, you know, try to, you know, better understand that digital partnership landscape and was working mostly um, on e-commerce retail at the time. But anyway, Ariel announced that she was um, partnering with Nordstrom in this light, this major, you know, licensed uh, 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 capacity. And I thought it was incredible and really set her apart of the other influencers that, you know, I did follow. And so I DM'd her. I, I basically asked her, uh, given this new development of, you know, partnering with Nordstrom, was she looking to expand her team? And I met with Brandon, Ariel and Nikki all three of them versus you or like oh god i'm so sorry (laughs) i just remember brandon going off on a rant as he normally does and being like let me stop you here and let me tell you how i how i can help you um because i just could identify a few ways that i could help them you know from their license partnership with nordstrom to you know her media partnerships and um ultimately it was a lot of just company organization <laughs> yep um so i didn't really know what i was getting into at the time and it was not a light undertaking but it was it was awesome so what is partnerships exactly so i thought about this because basically we call our team the partnerships team we are responsible for securing brand partners that integrate their product across our channels. Brand partners is really just the new age term for an advertiser. The reason it's different with an influencer turned media brand is because these brands aren't just supplying their assets and running them across our channels where we have no control and you're just seeing exactly what the brand wants you to see. The reason it's a partnership is because it's a two-way street. It's, you know, they let us know what their brand campaign is, what their, you know, product messaging is, et cetera. And then we come back to them and let them know how we're going to integrate it, whether it's across Ariel's channel, something new, something Navy social channels, channel, et cetera, and make sure that it's actually, will feel authentic to our audience and tell it in a way, in a something Navy way. So it's really is a two-way street and that's why it's called right. partnerships versus just advertising. So since, I mean, you guys have been with something Navy for a, a while now. So how have you seen something Navy grow as a brand with both of you being behind the wheel of partnerships? It's been about three and a half years, so there's been a lot of change, uh, obviously. Uh, when, when I started, we were a team of five. So everything we were doing was, was scrappy as hell, but we, we were really making waves. From the outside, our, our business definitely appeared bigger than we were on the inside. Uh, that's without a doubt. Um, so, you know, I would say one of the biggest changes was right when we launched with Nordstrom. I mean, we broke sales records. And I remember telling Ariel, don't get used to these numbers because I've worked for a number of great fashion brands and I've never seen numbers like this. So if we can't repeat this, don't worry. But it was it was (laughs) insane. It was actually four and a half million dollars in 24 hours. I'll I'll repeat that. Um, I, I just got chills a little bit. Yeah, um, it was it was wild, but we had no idea it was coming. It, you know, no. I just remember we were that not day. expecting that at all. Yeah. I remember we were I was like so nervous. I remember like crying the night before and I was like, what if we sell nothing? Like I was freaking out. Yeah, it was wild to think back. I didn't work at something maybe at that time. And I remember being at Cargo. It's a mobile startup that I was working at the time. And me and some of the other girls on the team 
were waiting at our computers ready to buy. And I bought, I forget exactly what I bought the first one. It was That's actually like so a cool. powder blue blazer and pants set. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That was my favorite. Yeah. I loved it. But that was, you know, for me, I was like, Ariel and her team are doing amazing things. I had no idea you guys were that small either. Um, but that, that piqued my interest. Like I was, I was always following you guys, wanted to know what you were up to, knew that you were much more than just an influencer. So what, I mean, you've been crushing it for a long time. We, well, thanks. <laughs> so what do you, what do you think it is about selling Navy that attributes to that kind of success? I think it's, like, it's you, it's your voice that has stayed consistent. It's, you know, when I came on board at the beginning of 2020, primarily we were generating revenue through partnerships on your social channel. And then a little bit of something Navy. Right. We now have our newsletter, our marketplace, which Tara oversees. And I'm sure we'll talk more about our stores, which are, are places where we can actually have events, store activations, et cetera. And then obviously we have podcasts. I think TikTok will be a huge focus for us going into next year and then product collaboration. So, but in all of those things, we only do them. We only embark on them when it's, you are involved and you, you know, support the vision and provide creative direction there. I think if you were to not be a part of that, it wouldn't feel something navy esque and right. it wouldn't resonate with the customer. What what do you guys what do you each love most about something navy? I love that, you know, something navy is so dynamic. Everyone is working on multiple projects at one time. And it's really because everyone collectively wants to stay at the forefront of uh, of the industry and connect with our audience at multiple touch points. It's there's always so much going on. It's, it's hard to breathe at, at, at times. <laughs> I feel you. I think my favorite part is that everyone has a voice and similar to what Tara was saying about it being dynamic. Like it's not super formal, the way that our ideas come about, you know, Ariel can text us at random on a Friday afternoon. And, you know, you were talking about that kind of like Chanel esque in-store Christmas <laughs> experience that we want to produce. It's like, Anyone can, and then, you know, Sydney or Anna comes up with idea, Tara or me or whoever it is, anyone can come up with an idea and it's encouraged and welcomed. And we'll just start a group text about it and then have a brainstorm about it. And then we can actually make it happen. I think the fact that nothing is off limits really, it for me, at least, you know, having come from Amazon and Condé Nast, which are amazing companies, but it's just harder to get things done to work at a company where nothing's off limits and, and creativity from, you know, assistant level to CEO level is encouraged is, is a really special thing. I love that. Yeah, it's true. So <laughs> each of you hit a specific need within partnerships. Can you guys talk about your role, your role within something, maybe in a little bit of like your day to day? My role is really about identifying the long-term partnership opportunities and the channels that we should be expanding to and how we're going to activate on those channels and then, and that really comes with working closely with you, Ariel, obviously on where you see a good fit for your audience or to reach new eyeballs. Um, right. I think the other thing for me is, is keeping my eyes and ears very close to what's going on in the market, seeing where consumers are spending their time. You know, I think podcast is a great example of that. It's, you know, audio is huge and it was important that we have a space here, especially to protect your social channel, which is our bread and butter and making sure we're not oversaturating that space. So um, but then there's also a lot of short term conversations and strategy I'm involved with too. And just, I think one thing that's made our partnerships business so successful is we really deliver top-notch service to our partners. If they're not happy, we will go above and beyond to make it right. 
uh, Tara leads by example in doing that. So, you know, I spent a lot of my time talking with Tara, Nikki, Aaron, our other, um, the rest of our brand partnerships team, making sure we are problem solving for our clients and that they're not just happy with our content, but thrilled and want to partner again. I want to ask Tara actually specifically, like the process of managing brand collaborations and marketplace. Can you like kind of explain what, what your process is for both of them? And explain what marketplace is because we yeah, want yeah, people to definitely. We don't want something Navy to ever be a single brand destination, meaning where we sell only the something Navy collection. Ariel has always, you know, her platform has always been a multi-branded destination, whether it's, um, you know, content or, or product. Um, so we, we, for that reason, we were always going to be selling other brands product uh, through the marketplace. And the marketplace is a very curated destination of all the things that Ariel loves, something Navy loves, and why, you know, our value prop in the market, we're never trying to be a shop op or, or a Nordstrom. You know, obviously, they're doing incredible things. The marketplace is an extension of our media business because it is a marketing opportunity, first and foremost, for these brand for our brand partners. While we are selling product for them via the marketplace, we're also creating really um, significant brand awareness and and discovery. You know, began as a passion project, sort of, you know, it it. you know, lived on site since we launched the Something Navy collection, but it, you know, we're scaling it really effectively. And um, I love to see it grow. Um, and the team, you know, everyone on the partnerships team contributes to to its growth. So it's exciting. And what about our collabs? Like, Oh, yeah. With- um, I knew there was a second part of that question. <laughs> so our brand collaborations is probably the most fun for me. Um, yeah. You know, the best part of I my agree. job because we get to co-design product with brands that Ariel loves. That first and foremost, Ariel has to have this genuine synergy with the brand. That is criteria number one. Two, you know, does this brand create product that's something Navy doesn't have expertise in creating? Um, you know, obviously something Navy doesn't have its own footwear. So we collaborated recently with Bash, which has been a longtime, you know, advertiser with with us. And we took our partnership to the next level and created a three skew boot collaboration with them. And it's been enormously successful. Hopefully there's a round two. Irene, if you're listening. Um, (laughs) And so uh, and and, and number three, the third criteria is really if our consumer, uh, if we identify that our consumer loves a certain product or brand, um, we'll go after them. So. Um, it's been a really fun extension of our, you know, tradi- traditional, you know, partnership business. I wouldn't necessarily say any of our partnerships are traditional media advertising, but it's um, another unique extension of of our partnership. So, do you guys? So it's the same thing for partnerships. Then, like that's how we find people to partner with. It's the same thing. Just who I'm organically using and promoting, or brands that someone on the team mentions and says so amazing you have to try it like that's that's how we find people to collaborate and partner with correct yeah yeah usually it comes from you we'll do a you know a home category brainstorm or a jewelry category and you'll talk about brands obviously right you're into a lot of times brands do reach out to us which is awesome because it's amazing when we uncover a brand that none of us have ever heard of. And then they send you product and you're like, Oh my God, this, yeah. is, this is amazing. How product. exciting is that for you guys, by the way, when that happens? <laughs> it's really oh exciting. my God. We're technically <laughs> we on the side. We're like, score, score. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. But I will say, That's funny. And I think this dates back to before I worked at something Navy. It, we turned down a lot of partnerships 
because one thing that I've always loved about you is, is you are very authentic and I don't believe oh my God, you guys, they hate me for it so much. You're not going to endorse a product. You don't like you. Won't. <laughs> they so like hate me for it. <laughs> so if, if anyone out there is listening, I promise you, she's not endorsing product. She does not stand by. <laughs> I think one it of the questions happen. on this list is what's the most challenging part of your job? And I mean, it's been three and a half years and Ariel, you know, and I have butt heads a lot. And it oh, really God. is because it's bad. You know, I bring, a, you know, you guys, I and Tara's what, scary. What, Tara's like very I, intimidating and scary. So I bring a business opportunity to Ariel and try to, um, I would never want to do something that's wrong for the brand. We are on the same team, but of course, but I try to, um, explain why this product could be a genuine fit for Ariel. (laughs) And (laughs) she tries every every avenue. She tries every, she does not give up. (laughs) I lose every time. (laughs) No, not but, every time. Not every. That's fair. That's fair. But um, no, but, yeah. and Ariel, you do always consider. You say ne- you never. You should always bring the the brand to me. Yes. Like bring it to me. Let's talk about it. I want to hear you know your point of view. Yeah. Um, but I think and to kind of go for what Tara was saying, the hardest part of my job is definitely scaling our business but remaining authentic. It's yeah. It's, Staying on this topic, you. I was very tough about doing this podcast. I did not want to do a podcast. So Megan, why don't you uh, walk us through how you got, how you convinced me and what the whole, um, like the process of thinking about, you know, the best way to move something Navy's vision forward. I will say, you know, Ryan Harwood from the CEO of Gallery Media Group was, was very impactful because I know he knows you personally, but what we said to him was, she's not just going to do a podcast. We have to do it Ariel's way. We have to make sure she feels comfortable about it because you're not someone who just does things just to like be on a new channel. You don't, right. you know, you're not, you don't like go to fashion shows and like post just because it's cool to be at fashion shows. Same thing with right. podcast. I think gallery media group was amazing and coming to us with the right concept. They actually took the time to get to know Ariel and the way she operates, how she's so close with her family, friends, and coworkers, and really center the concept of the podcast around Ariel's life uh, in house, et cetera. So making it comfortable and making it a space where she actually enjoys it and her audience feels comfortable too. I think if we had, you know, if we had you interviewing like fashion designers and talking about runway trends, people would, would be like, this is the most not Ariel thing in the world. So I think it was just about (laughs) really making it authentic to who you are. It's true. Took a little bit, but here we are. (laughs) You did a good job because I actually love doing it now. So, and I get to talk to you guys. And now that you've been doing it for a while, Ariel, let's turn the question back on you. How do you feel about it? I mean, I feel like it's it's really fun. You know, my fear was, you know, after being all over the media during the pandemic, I just did not want to open up myself any more than I already had. Um, so I was terrified and I really did not want to do it. But um, I feel like you and Gallery, you guys kind of made it feel like a safe space for me because it is in-house. I'm talking to the people in my life. Um, and I've, I've enjoyed it so far. It's been kind of therapeutic in a way, which sounds like a little weird, but I feel like that makes sense. it, It feels like kind of, I don't know, nice. Like, I don't feel like the conversations are ever staged, even though I have like a rundown and, you know, I have like talking, like, like questions like prepared. I still feel like the conversations always just go into like an organic conversation and it just 
it's fun. Like it feels like I'm not even filming a podcast. Sometimes I forget, you know? And frankly, you're not having all of these conversations otherwise, like as direct as they are. So it's a cool conversation for you to have, but then for listeners to, to tune in, it really is a fly on the wall. They're really coming in house. (laughs) It really is that. Yeah. So do you guys have any like specific stories of where a brand was just so ecstatic and excited to be working with us? I know we both have examples. I'll just kick off with mine. So we worked with a brand for the first time. Actually, it's one of Tara's brands while she was on maternity leave. But um, Ariel was promoting a maternity, a, a nursing bra, which is a very niche product. And within 24 hours, she sold almost $50,000 of that product, which is absolutely unheard of, especially for such a niche product. So that's a, an amazing brand partner of ours that's come back um, again and again to keep promoting different uh, products within their collection. But that's just like one kind of quick example of how, showing how much Ariel's audience trusts her when she endorses a product, they convert. It's it's kind of as simple as that, you know, spend follows performance. And we've proven uh, her performance time and time again. She wasn't even nursing yet right. when she promoted the product. So, but my boobs were great. <laughs> yeah, I was very they were, pregnant. They were, they were, they were. <laughs> um, I mean, not, you know, along the same lines, another, you know, one of our uh, uh, bigger partners is a pee in the pod. And we started working with them uh, while Ariel was pregnant. And for them, you know, to, to partner with, you know, one of the most known influencers while she was pregnant really, really helped catapult their business, um, you know, really um, legitimize them or re-legitimize them, themselves in the space as a premium maternity retailer. And we've continued to work with them in really, uh, you know, unique ways from brand collaborations on the marketplace and, and so forth. So um, they've been uh, extremely Amazing. excited and Ariel is no longer pregnant and they continue to partner with us <laughs> because of the effect of just that um, that something alignment. maybe effect like all yeah. the women, you know, uh, on our team that are pregnant are the ones, you know, modeling the product now and speaking to how amazing the quality is and helping design the collaboration. So it's, it's really special. So si- like, since your roles are both like directly connected to the followers and like the loyal fans, would you be comfortable like describing them and, and their passion for our brand? Like, who are they? I mean, they're very feminine, I would say, trend following uh, a mix of moms, entrepreneurs, um, just really relatable women across the board, I think. And that's, that's really, I think, why people follow you from the beginning, whether it's, you know, to see your family life or to see your fashion or just because you have a funny take on things and you're very real about like, for any followers that's listening, you know, even if Ariel doesn't have time to respond to every single DM you send, if you say something about a partnership or say something about something she's doing, I can guarantee you she's reading it and screenshotting it to us and taking your feedback into consideration to inform our next business move. It's all being considered. So keep DMing. We, we appreciate your feedback. It drives our business. So what would you say, Tara, is like the most challenging part of your job? Um, I mean, the job is never, is not nearly over once I quote unquote sell secure close a deal. Um, the hard work is only just beginning and that, um, you know, it moves once we, you know, secure a partnership, we move on to execution 
and creating that content across multiple channels with different talent involved, it's, um, it's, it's, it's hard. And uh, we personalize all of our content. I also take every partnership that I, you know, oversee really. It's like your baby. Heart. Yeah. <laughs> I like to protect my clients. I like to protect you. Um, you know, Megan and I often say that the customer service role. So uh, just to give some context, after we sell in a partnership or close a partnership, our client services managers will own the execution phase. And we often say that that role is probably the hardest at the company because they're so cross-functional. It's, um, you know, they're required to be so organized. There are so many details that go into every partner, every campaign from brand messaging to, you know, location of uh, shot to, to dates to, you know, it's just very complex. It's probably, I'm probably not even um, giving it enough um, attention. That but, was good. That was a good but, description. Um, so, so that's a really challenging part. And so I remain actively involved through that stage also. Um, what about you, Megan? What's the most challenging, what's the most challenging part? Um, I kind of touched on this earlier, but scaling our business in a way that remains true to you and true to something, maybe brand, I think, you know, TikTok is obviously huge. There's so much opportunity on that channel, but I want to do it right. And I want to do it in a way that, um, you know, makes you proud, makes all of us proud. I think that's such a cool space because a lot of brands have no idea what they're doing on it either. So we have an opportunity to be kind of a, a front runner there and letting them know, like, we know what we're doing here. We have a TikTok strategist, you know, we can execute content for you. Um, and you don't have to put a lot of thought into it. I think also just scaling the business, but also just, just making sure everyone's happy. And at the end of their day, they're proud of what they're doing and they feel like they're constantly growing at something. Maybe there's so much opportunity internally and there's so many avenues we haven't even explored, I think with our business and just making sure everyone, you know, shuts their computer down at the end of the day and is happy and feels proud of what they're doing. I feel like my role, um, in leading the partnerships team, I'm very much kind of like, even though Terry, you're such a mom too, but like, I feel like I'm kind of the team mom and I just, I, I genuinely care about all my kids <laughs> to be happy. My last question for you guys before we end this episode is what makes something Navy unique from other brands? Oh my gosh. That's a great the people question. behind it. I like that. I, I think it. I think it's the, our, you Ariel, our leader and the, and the team behind it. I don't think you'll ever come across a team that's closer and, Talks, I mean, we talk all weekend, we talk <laughs> at night, we're texting at 5am because, you know, the three of us were all moms, <laughs> whatever it is. But I think, I really think it's the dynamic internally and the fact that we're not really scared of anything, right. you know, it's something maybe it's like nothing is off limits. Like I was saying earlier, um, you know, we could open up a restaurant or a coffee shop eventually, <laughs> like who knows? We um, should do that. But a coffee shop we for have, sure. Something strong. Like the, yeah, exactly. The best is the best is yet to come. I think um, nothing's off limits and Everyone will be seeing much, much more since just beginning. Megan and Tara, thank you for joining me and giving us the chance to learn about how the two of you are essential to the future of the brand. It's a true pleasure to work with each of you every day as we grow Something Navy. And thank you to all the listeners out there. Please come back for more as I welcome more of the Something Navy team to join us on the podcast and talk about our special brand and more. That's a wrap for today's episode of In-House. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more thoughtful discussions and amazing guests. Make sure you follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course, follow me at Ariel Charnis and at Something Navy. See you next week.